0: Hi, it's attorney Jamie Miller from the Miller Law Chronicles, and I'm excited today uh, to offer another podcast where we focus on one of our clients, uh, Christopher Hendricks. Um, we met Christopher a couple years ago when he presented to us with uh, about twenty dollars to $30,000 in miscellaneous credit card debt, um, was getting sued, um, but didn't want to file for bankruptcy. And so we were able to help Chris with debt negotiation. And we ended up helping him get out of debt and setting him on a path to get his credit score to 720. During this podcast, Chris talks about how he got into debt with having to move his father into his home with him, suffering from PTSD issues when he was in the military, and then even how the filing of the bankruptcy, or I'm sorry, the debt negotiation helped him get out of debt and really helped him improve his family relationships with his wife and the rest of his family. Just really a fascinating insight into how debt impacts people's lives globally and also how getting out of debt can help people get their credit score to 720 and on their feet to buying a home and, and really reaching their dreams. Chris is a great example uh, of someone who's gonna, at the end of the story, tell us a little bit exciting about things that are exciting about how he got his credit score to 720 and is now purchasing a home that he'd always dreamed of. So just great insight, hope you enjoy it. And again, you know, we welcome you to the Miller Law Chronicles where we simplify the legal maze by giving you clarity and confidence as you go through the legal process. And I really hope you enjoy this podcast with Chris. I I really enjoyed spending time with him. Hi, it's uh, attorney Jamie Miller with another episode of the Miller Law Chronicles. And today, I'm really excited um, to have Chris Hendricks join me. Um, Chris Hendricks is a client of Miller & Miller and we offered him a service of debt negotiation. And I wanted to kind of chat to him about his journey on the type of debts that he was having problems with, the solution that we found found for him and where he's at now. But Chris is here with us and I'd just like to Welcome you and thank you so much for joining me in this very important podcast today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: That's awesome and um, it, it seems like we met with you, you know, maybe a little bit over a year ago or just about a year ago. And at that time, when you came to our office, you had a few debts, you had some credit card debts and other miscellaneous debt, but the primary debt that you were having to deal with was one with Bank of America and the other with American Express and some others. I'm curious, Chris, what was going on in your life? And I know no one intentionally gets debt. There's always a story behind the scenes. So tell me a little bit about your story and what happened and how you end up getting to the point where you needed assistance to deal with this debt.
1: Absolutely. So it was two parts to where first my father had a lot of health issues. He moved down with me from Door County down to Sun Prairie, Wisconsin in 2018, and it just kind of had a difficult effect that he didn't have a lot of finances, didn't have a lot of things, but needed things done, and so I levied a little bit of debt to help him with that. It turned out to be a lot of debt, and then at the same time, I was managing it with work and um, other things, but I, I wasn't getting ahead of it. I just kind of kept things rolling and revolving. And then eventually I had issues given prior service with the Marine Corps um, with post-traumatic stress. And I found myself seeking out residential treatment in another facility. And the issue was that I thought I had everything buttoned up. I was keeping a lot of things from my spouse, saying, like, everything's fine. There's nothing to worry about. Little did she know that that was worse than what, what I anticipated and then what she also knew. And I didn't have everything on auto pay. And before I knew it, I lapsed on two of the credit cards with Bank of America and American Express. And shortly thereafter, residential, I received two summons within a short amount of time to appear in court to say like, well, hey, you owe us money and we're going to collect it. And I was kind of beside myself with stress. And at that point, I couldn't hide anything. And I had to be fully transparent with my spouse, which created a ton of stress for thinking that you could handle it and didn't handle it. And then also just what were the outcomes going to be? There was nothing guaranteed. And so with that, I didn't really know what to do. So I saw an ad for Miller and Miller that they do debt consolidation, debt negotiation, different avenues of approach there. And on a blind call, I called up Miller Miller, talked with Tim, incredibly nice fellow, and started the process and said, okay, what, what have you got? And I wasn't even fully transparent at that point. I just said, well, I've been sued by Bank of America and American Express. And I was sent over to Joe Cole, which did a tremendous job helping me out. And he said, okay, is that it? After we settled both of those, which were very favorable terms. And I didn't face any punitive actions from either of those corporations. And I said, well, no. I said, I've got a few other debts. And he said, okay, what have you got? And I sent him over kind of the laundry list of debts that I had, which were about four or five debts at the time. And I was embarrassed myself, but he didn't in any way, shape or form kind of downplay what what I was going through or, you know, make me feel that I should be embarrassed about it. He said, this happens, life happens. We're going to work through this. We'll take it step by step. And in a very calculated manner. He took everything and it took all the stress away from me just because he assured me that, well, this week I'm going to call this person. We're going to get this underway. And he kept me in the loop every step of the way, which was more than I could have ever asked for. And at the end of the day, not only did I not have stress, but you know, Joe reassured me, he said, this is going to help you. You know, it, It'll hurt initially, um, but you know, what can you do? What payments can you make? What can we do? And so once we set up a payment plan, I didn't miss a beat with Joe and everything worked out tremendously. I I couldn't have asked for a better outcome.
0: That's, I appreciate you really the shout out for Tim and Joe. That type of stuff really makes me feel good about the team that we've built. And I want to appreciate that so much because the people that we have have a lot of compassion and empathy and When I have an opportunity to talk to someone like you, it just comes out and it's great. When you started, you you had mentioned that your dad moved from Door County. What part of Door County was it? I'm just curious. I only ask because I love Door County.
1: So he lived in Sturgeon Bay since the early 80s.
0: Right. And then, and so about what time, you know, we talked about Bank of America and American Express. At what point did you realize that you were going to have a hard time paying that debt? Because so I, the
1: debt started to accumulate in the 2018, and then by 2020, I would say is where I started to realize, not in full-on panic yet, but just kind of realize that th- this is not going to be that easy to get out of this debt because of interest rates. And then, um, you know, even if you're doing the minimum payments, it'll take you years and years to get out of there. And I was just kind of like, um, and in my head, I'm I'm calculating it to say that well, I can take one at a time, and then. Other issues, you know, started to materialize and it did not go well. So it was kind of a fool's errand for me to think that I could handle it all and that everything was keeping not only that, but keeping it from my spouse. Right. It, it, it didn't, nothing worked out for the better in regards to doing that. And right. Were
0: you employed in 2018? Were you working at that time?
1: So I was actually doing federal contracts through cybersecurity and then I also took on another job. With the University of Wisconsin Madison as a garbage truck driver. And again, money was coming in, so there was no issues what was going on, but it was, you found yourself, you weren't able to do, keep up with the payments. And even though I was making those payments, I was starting to forget things, you know, and starting to realize like there's other issues at play here. And that's where post traumatic stress came in. And I don't blame it for that. That's just a, unfortunate byproduct of what can come out of things. But I started to, you know, just kind of try to prioritize what I thought was the most important, but even that didn't work. And then having things where you think are on auto pay, that was the final straw to where I missed two of them.
0: And then there was nothing to hide at that point. Right. And you were working. And so were you paying the minimum payments at that time while you were employed or were you trying to pay a little bit more? So I was making the minimum payments on a
1: couple of them and then trying to pay more on a a few of the others. And I was making some headway, but at the same time, you, you weren't really just because you're canceling out another, making the minimum payment. And even though you're paying down another one, you know, I said it was an imploding situation to where I saw it going on. And I said, how long can I keep this up? You know, is what I started to wonder And so I started to write everything down and kind of calculated out how long it would take to pay off. And by my estimates, it still would have been about five years or more. And it just wasn't sustainable because at the same time, because my wife didn't know, she was like, well, we want to buy a bigger house. We want to do this. And then there was other things that came up um, to where we have two kids. And uh, eventually it just you're starting to realize, like, you can't keep everything under your hat
0: right and how old are your kids
1: so i've got a 15 year old and a five year old
0: one wonderful and you're you know as these debts were kind of piling up a little bit in 2018 2019 after you know you had your dad your responsibility of your dad each month as those bills were coming in how did that impact you and and also kind of impact the the PTSD issues that you were dealing with? Uh,
1: It was just compiling and creating a complex problem into almost an impossible one, as it felt, just because you weren't really seeing the benefits of what you were doing. You're working hard. You're doing everything you can to pay these debts. And you can admit that, okay, I did this to myself. I understand that. But at the same time, you're like, I can get out of it. You kept telling yourself that, almost lying to yourself, that you can get out of it and then eventually the stress just keeps building it wouldn't reduce and i was saying okay as long as i can make it through this i can get this one down i can get that and that's what you kept the perpetual cycle of thinking that you can do that and it didn't and so my wife was also noticing the stress she said you're acting different you're not eating as much you know you're withdrawing from events and doing other things what is going on you know and i said mm-hmm. nothing i said i'm just you know I maybe i'm a little overworked and she wasn't that foolish. She knew something was going on, but she just didn't know what.
0: And and what was the, you know, kind of the straw that finally led you to reach out for help?
1: For which part? The post-traumatic stress or the debt?
0: The debt. For the debt.
1: So that's when I got sued. Initially, when there was a, su- a suit filed through Bank of America, they were the first ones. And I said, okay, now things get, became much more clear in reality about that you couldn't make it. And it was, you know, so she saw the summons, and she said, is this it? And they said, no. And I said, There's, there might be another one, and, you know, because I thought all of them were going to sue me at that point, and then all of a sudden American Express did, and I was like, okay, I really got to put an end to this. And so that's when I reached out to Miller, and Miller, because I didn't want to wait for that, the other summons to come in, if they were going to come in, and so then I said, I got to get ahead of it. And so I said, I'll start with the ones that are active. And that's where I told Joe and I wasn't fully honest with him about all the ones that were coming out there. But he very, very quickly, you know, got some negotiations underway and were able to resolve Bank of America and American Express within a few months. And then when I came fully open with him and he said, OK, and we'll put it step by step. and We'll break things down and see how we can work this out. And that's how it took all that stress away just because he made it seem much more achievable to become debt-free, you know, to settle mm-hmm. debts. And at no point did he say to me, like, well, you've done this to yourself. You're going to feel the punishment or anything along those lines. He was just supportive a hundred percent of the way and said, you know, what's going on. Can you make the payment this month or can we increase it? Here's a settlement offer. Can we do that within the next few months and break it down? And I said, yes, I can. And he said, be honest with me, just tell me what's going on, if you can make it or or not. And he was, so we had, it almost materialized into a friendship kind of feel to where our back and forth, I could be much more open with him. I wasn't feeling like I was talking to an attorney. I was talking to a person. So yes and no. I mean, the hard part was just admitting that essentially you failed. You know, you, you didn't control debt, you were financially irresponsible, regardless of the intentions of what you were doing. It didn't work out. And so that was the first part that I was concerned about was how is this going to be received, you know, and how is this going to look? You know, it's kind of the optics. And I was pleasantly surprised from the start. And then the other part to it was just saying that, no, not so much courage because I realized I needed to fix it. And it wasn't going to get better on its own. It wasn't going to just go away. Because so if magically I just let it go would have been close 7 to 10 years before it fully would have been resolved for my credit. And I didn't want to do that. And so this was the quicker and slightly painful option, but still more realistic option to say, like, you're not waiting for any calls. You're not waiting for any letters to come after you. You're not looking over your shoulder thinking, like, you know, now I've got debt coming to me. Or is someone else going to come and give me another summons? It was just, it took everything to say just a phone call. And then from when that started first with Tim, then over to Joe, I I felt great. You know, once initially I was kind of hesitant because I said, there's no way we can make this all happen and that it's all going to work out and I'm not going to get, you know, file any suits again. And it didn't happen. I, I didn't have any stress whatsoever. Nobody called me or did anything and no threatening voicemails or all None of that stuff happened after I contacted Miller Miller.
0: Right. And then just chatting about the Bank of America debt, what was that total debt um, approximately on that card?
1: I believe that was $6,000, roughly.
0: And and what did the settlement look like um, for you on that card? Do Do you remember? If I recall correctly, most of the settlements, including Bank
1: of America, were around 50%, maybe a little bit more.
0: But it was pretty favorable
1: to where, because I had the ability and I was making the monthly payments to a trust fund to set up the negotiations, that I was able to clear a lot of those with lump sum payments. Well, actually Joe did. I just put some money in there. But the negotiation power made it a lot easier to, that I wasn't the one negotiating. It was all Joe. I, I didn't talk to anybody. And so I'd talk to Joe and he would bring me a settlement offer and say like, this is what we got. And he would tell me, I don't think the terms are going to be much better than this. And I said, That's better than I could have imagined.
0: And mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then at what point or well, how long ago did you become debt free when all of these credit cards were resolved and you were able to, to move forward?
1: So, I think it was the latter part of last year of 2022. Okay. I fully became debt free. And the only thing I saw in my credit report was saying, okay, settled for less than the full amount. So for less than the full amount, which initially appeared as a negative, And I was like, okay. And so I even talked to Joe and I said, what's going on here? And he said, it's going to appear that way. But as time goes by, it's going to have a reduced effect. And so it's going to be, a, it'll help in the end. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden things have been starting to turn around. And but being debt free and being able to have the buying power to buy a bigger house just based on that and being able to explain to a bank that's going to offer you a mortgage about you're not hiding anything and I was able to be transparent with them that everything was settled out there was nothing pending and these are the numbers and they said oh well that's terrific you know so there was no skeletons in the closet to say like well maybe this six thousand dollar debt will come after me at a later date. And so it it opened a lot of doors.
0: That's great. And then what was your, when you came in and met with us, you know, a a year ago or so, what was your credit score, if you know?
1: I was in the low sixes, I think maybe 605 across the board. So between Equifax, Experian and TransUnion, it was low. It was in, you know, nothing even close to the mid sixes. So I think it ranged from 605 to maybe 620, which was terrible. But then... As those debts started to go away, so the thing that, and I don't know if Joe was doing this, I'm sure credit companies don't really care who the person is, it's just numbers. So I think this was on Joe's end to where when they did, when we settled the debts out, it did say settled for less than the full amount, but it took away all the negative payments. So all the missed payments that you had based on leading up to what was eventually going to happen, none of that was there. So those started to fall off, which increased the credit score.
0: Right. And what, what people don't understand is that, you know, whether you do a bankruptcy, whether you do debt negotiation, getting that debt off of your credit report brings that debt to income ratio down. What people don't understand is the debt to income ratio is really high. And so the amount that you have to, to pay back relative to your income has a big impact on your credit score. So I'm glad to hear that credit score um, was improved. And then tell me a little bit um, about where your credit score is now and some things that, you know, your credit score is allowing you to do at this time.
1: So so the credit score now across all the three bureaus is between 740 and 747. And it's remaining consistent to where... Everything's kind of mirroring, so there are issues that can come with credit reports and looking at, you know, accurate reporting. And I haven't had that issue since we've had that go on. And so, what it's been able to do is that oh, it, only a few months ago, had an option to purchase a bigger house, very unorthodox purchase through a meeting. And all of a sudden, within a few months, I find myself listing a house, which this was. I was looking at, you know, a couple of years ago even, not as something I could do even in the next like, five to ten years. And so that's kind of where it was like, well, what can we do? How can we make this happen? And all of a sudden when I talked to the bank, it was just such a kind of relief of stress, to say the least, that they're like, oh, you have buying power. Your debt-to-income ratio is excellent. Your credit scores are coming up and looking very nice. There's nothing that we have to worry about that we have to see coming down the road and so we're confident to offer you a mortgage at this rate and i said oh i had no idea i i honestly didn't think i'd be able to you know even have the ability to purchase a house at that point with even with the debt correction but it was not a problem
0: That's very, that's remarkable to go from a point where your credit score is in the five, six hundreds to a point where you're in the seven hundreds, where you have the ability to buy your home and to get that larger home that you needed for your family is just really remarkable. And you had also mentioned when we had talked previously how getting rid of your debt has impacted your family life. We had talked before that you're a very proud person. And so, dealing with this debt and keeping it from your family before you started dealing with the debt was really a challenge. So tell me where you were and now where you're at with your family situation.
1: So prior to settling the debts, I mean, there was, even though it wasn't extreme, there was stressful notions like you were starting to just avoid conversations with people or you kind of felt like you were always walking on eggshells because you knew you had other things going on in your mind that debt was always lingering in the back of your mind and people would talk to you like oh you're you know and so forth and i said nope you know i can't do that you know and it's just and i would say oh it's the market it's this that or the other or covid you'd make these excuses you know even as you're settling the debts And now I don't have that. I don't have to hide anything. I don't have to make excuses for anything. I can just say like, well, I'm financially healthy. Debt to income ratio is the best it's ever been. So now we're looking at closing out a house on the end of July, July 31st, as a matter of fact. And this wouldn't have happened without it. And so the family life has improved. We've been doing a ton of stuff. Just being able to just even take a day trip and know that you're not, causing any issues with the debt or you know if you put a few hundred dollars in your credit card you can without worrying about anything and so it's had a tremendous impact in a positive way just uh, not only the debt side of it but also just talking about you know your interactions with people and your family
0: it's just so hard and the you know you talk to people sometimes and sometimes there's people who aren't Um, dealing with debt issues that think that um, people are irresponsible and that debt is incurred because you're spending too much. And I can tell you that I, I find in my practice that those that are in a debt situation are very responsible people, that an event has happened. And for you, it was you know, the responsibility of moving your father from Door County, the your PTSD issues and your emotional state, the impact on your family. I think, you know, you were employed at one point and now you're not employed. So all of those things, you know, coming together, you know, just create so much stress. And then the relief of getting rid of your debt. Um, and so you can move on with your life is just great. And it's stories like this that, You know, make me real proud of of our team and proud of our clients because this isn't something that we do, you know, alone or for you. We do it with you and it's a partnership. And I applaud you so much for your efforts to rebuild your credit and get things back on track, build those family relationships, take care of those debts. And you did have the choice to file bankruptcy and you could have filed bankruptcy but when presented with the options, you made a decision that you wanted to go this route. And I'm just really happy to hear that it worked out.
1: And definitely. And I didn't know, though, that to where I had that ability to do that without bankruptcy, because that was the option that I was definitely looking at. I said, well, if, if I need to, then I will. But I want to see if I can do it and kind of take the different route. And after talking to Joe, and made it more of a reality for me where I said, this can be done and it's not going to create more stress. He said, you tell me what you can pay. I'm not telling you what you need to pay. You tell me what you can afford. And I said, okay. And that's where we went.
0: And exactly. it
1: was a transition from one debt to the next and Joe handled it all. And you know, it, I can't say enough about him. I mean, he really kind of saved me in so many aspects of that. It took away not only all the stress but offered a nice healthy family environment among so many things going on and taking that stress away just made life just so much better you didn't you didn't regret any mail you didn't regret answering the door or the phone and that was worth its weight in gold to me
0: i, I appreciate your your kind words and wish you the best of luck and know that we're here to chat or talk or you know just bounce any ideas that you have in the future and I just thank you so much